On today's podcast, we have Mary Margaret with us. She's from Happy Hydrangea Home. She is a curator of vintage, antique, and unique decor with a focus of grand millennial and chinoiserie style. Join me today as we celebrate Mary Margaret. Hey, Faith. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. It's Mary Margaret, right? It is. It's Mary Margaret. You got a double name. I'm a double name gal. It's um, Margaret is my grandmother's name. So I was named after her. So it's pretty special. And it's, it's so funny too. Growing up, I feel like it was so hard to get, you know, with younger kids, it was harder to get them to say Mary Margaret. Um, so a lot of my friends from childhood still call me Mary, but I feel like as I got older, I finally got people to start calling me Mary Margaret. So my daughter's name is Sailor. And <gasps> oh I my goodness. <laughs> okay. That's, Sailor. that's so funny because that's, I absolutely love that name. Oh, you do. I well, do. So I named her Sailor Kate because I realized, okay, there's a good chance when she gets older, she might not want to go by Sailor. And then as she got older, I realized she really needed that extra syllable to her name Yes, to be a yes. good listener. So this is I, so crazy because, so my husband's uh, grandmother's last name was Sailor. And so that's just always been a name that I've loved. And I was like, well, I've got to, you know, if I, if I ever use that, you know, if we ever have children and I ever choose to use Sailor, I'm going to have to think of a double name because a good Southern girl always has a double name. Right. Well, I just thought I want to set her up for success and being a creative, she gets distracted very easily. And so if I could say Sailor Kate, then it gave her just another couple seconds to be a first time listener. And she really needed that opportunity. Yes. And now now she's 11 and she says, well, I want to go by my middle name, Kate. (sighs) I said, okay, whatever. At least least you gave her the options and the opportunity to to choose that. Exactly. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little nervous. This is my first podcast. Well, I mean, you were just in the Wall Street Journal. I know. Is that not insane? So, I mean, I had no idea that you were going to be in the Wall Street Journal. And then I was just looking at your page this morning going, oh my gosh, there it is. So now you have two new things to celebrate. Yes, absolutely. That whole experience was so insane. So, um, the writer for the wall street journal had actually like just found me through, I think it was like one of my hashtags that I used on a post like grand millennial or grand millennial style. Um, and she had found me through the hashtag and just sent me like a direct message. And it was one of those things for like, if you don't follow someone, it kind of goes to, um, you know, the folder that's like hidden. So you have to go in and, and find the message. It doesn't really show up in your regular inbox. Right. And so, um, you probably get an abundance of junk mail too. I do. And so I don't always, I mean, I do like to go through them, but sometimes I'll just do it, you know, take a glance. And if I think it's something I need to to read or not. Um, And so I opened and she was like, I'm a writer for the wall street journal. I would love to interview you about your home decor style. And I showed my husband and I was like, is this spam? Like (laughs) what, what is this? Um, So I just couldn't believe it. It was all so crazy. Um, and then I actually, this was back, um, in the summer and I actually had COVID at that time. And I was like one of the people that got really, really sick. Um, mine was like, I just could not eat or drink. And so it made me really weak. And then I actually had had to go to the hospital and get IV fluids because I was so dehydrated. And so like I'm messaging this writer for the wall street journal as I'm laying in the hospital with an IV. And I'm like, listen, if I don't respond right away, like I do want to do the interview, please don't let me miss this opportunity. So she was very flexible. I'm just sick in the hospital with COVID. Yeah. I'm just hooked up to an IV, but this is like the most important thing for my career. So please don't let this pass me by. And it's so funny too, because I feel like I've made a lot of friends in the vintage community um, through social media. And it seems like most people that collect and resell um, kind of grew up doing it. You know, they would go to estate sales or yard sales with their mom or their grandmother. And I always love hearing their stories, but I'm like, that's not how it was for me. So uh, it's kind of a little bit different because I feel like, you know, most people have been doing it their whole life. And I just didn't have um, 
I just wasn't exposed to it. And so I didn't know a lot about vintage and antiques and all that until I got married. So my husband is one of those people that kind of grew up doing that. He actually went to yard sales like every weekend with his mom and his mom's best friend. And they would like give him a dollar and he get to pick something out at the yard sale. Oh, uh, they were training him up right. Yes, exactly. So he grew up doing that. And we got, when we got married, um, you know, he would ask me to go or we'd see a yard sale or an estate sale and want to stop. And I'll be honest, like now I look back and I'm like, shame on you. But I was like hesitant because I just didn't think that they would have anything I would want. Um, but I went and like the rest is history. You know, obviously it's like something I'm very passionate about now. Um, so it really started once I got married. You know, my husband and I had just bought our first home together. We didn't really have any furniture or decor. And we also didn't have a lot of money to just go into a, you know, a new store and furnish our home. Um, so we started going to estate sales every Saturday morning and yard sales and thrift shops um, and just started filling our home with these beautiful treasures that were very unique. Um, and I just realized like, and there's nothing wrong with going into a new store and buying new things. You know, I think it's all about a mix of old and new, but if, I mean, you just can't compare the quality, you know, of vintage and antique furniture with what's being mass produced today. I mean, the quality is just so much better in these older pieces. And I just realized that once I started doing my own collecting and filling my own home. Um, and so then I guess where it turned into a store was I loved going out and sourcing. And then once my home was full, I was like, wait a minute, what do I do on a Saturday morning now? Like, I'm not going to stop going to all these estate sales. Right. Um, that's fun. Yes. So that's when I was kind of like, well, I'm still going to do all the sourcing. Maybe I can just you know, sell it to other people that maybe don't have access to these type of estate sales and these type of um, vintage and antique treasures, maybe I can sell to them. So that's kind of how it turned into a business. And did you grow up in Lexington, Kentucky? So I actually grew up in Somerset, Kentucky, which is about an hour um, southeast of Lexington. So not too far. It's near Lake Cumberland. So you know, we had the lake during the summer. It's it's a really beautiful town, um, but it's smaller than Lexington. How did you How did you and your husband meet? We met at Western Kentucky University, so in Bowling Green, Kentucky. We both went there. So we actually met at a fraternity and sorority. It was like a um, a weekend at a cabin. So we had gone there and met. And we've been married. It'll be five years in June. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, goodness. We've been married 12 years. See, when, when, after five years, you forget how long you've been married. I know. Well, I, honestly, I had to sit here and think, like, was it four or five? <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny? When you're younger, you remember exactly how old you are. Yes. What yes. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, when your birthday comes around, you know exactly how old you are. And then I feel like once you hit like for me it was like once I hit 30 and I'm like wait am I 31 or 32 <laughs> mm -hmm. it gets worse because I think no way I'm 45 I'm I'm a grown-up I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> I don't feel grown yet <laughs> I know and it, like me I'm the baby of the family so I've got two older sisters and I've just been you know babied my whole life so I always oh. feel like I'm never grown up oh I love that I love that you were the baby my I have, there's four kids in our family and the girls are the bookends. And so the baby of the family is little girl. And I'm telling you what, I loved having her. That's yes. The there's just something about the baby of the family. There is. Are you the favorite? You but, know, I think I might be. <laughs> well, you know what? You always have, you know, you're the youngest. So all your organs are the most beautiful and freshest is, you know, so you're always up for success with your parents to be the favorite because you can donate organs if you need to. There you go. Exactly. And oh. I'm just teasing. I know that our parents love us all so much, but I just think as the baby, you get a little bit, you get a little bit of special treatment because, yeah. you know, you're just, you're the little baby. You need, yes. you need all the help. 
the Lord puts a special place in the mother's heart for each child, whatever their role is. And obviously the baby does. Yes, absolutely. And I have just the best mom ever. And she, us girls are her world. So I just think, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. That um, your husband grew up shopping with his mama for antiques. And the Lord yes. was preparing him for you. Do you see that? That just gave me chills. Like, and I've always thought, like, it's just crazy to think how your life turns out. And but I seriously have goosebumps right now after you said that because truly, like, I'm a girl that just didn't have exposure and didn't go to anywhere that had antiques or vintage items. And just that, you know, my path crossed with my husband, who literally went every weekend and his mom and her best friend. I mean, that's, they tell stories all the time about how they would go and, you know, he'd get his dollar and go pick something out. Um, so it really is just, you know, kind of crazy how, how life turns and puts you where you're, where you need to be and who you need to be with. I love that his mama did that with him. That makes me so happy to hear that because I do that with my daughter and I'm determined that one day she's going to love doing, <laughs> going shopping and junking and digging. Yes. Fingers crossed. But Absolutely. She, she picks out good loot. That's good. Hey, you, you have to start them young. We don't have children yet, but I do have nieces and nephews. And it's oh. so funny because we, you know, I told you growing up, we just didn't, we didn't do that kind of stuff. And so right. now that I've started the business, my sisters are starting to get into it. And so I'll go home to visit. And it's funny because they're the ones now they're like, can we go antiquing? And we'll take my niece with us. And she just, she absolutely loves it. She'll go through and she'll point out, you know, oh, this is Blue Willow. This is Wedgwood. So I'm, I've started to train her young. Yeah, totally. Okay. So I know that you have the cabbage plates and the staffy dogs and the blue and white. Yes. A little bit about what you have on your website, because I'm telling you right now, I have clients all the time that need help with their decor. And I trust Collectible Brooks. And I love. Yes, she is fabulous. Yes. I love knowing that I can also say, hey, you need to go check out Happy Hydrangea Home. Mary Margaret has a beautiful items that would help, you know, bring your home all together. That's, that's going to be fun to do. So the cabbage plates, can we start there? So, and I'm so glad you brought those up because those are my favorite and that has been kind of crazy recently. So I actually started collecting those the year we got married. I got just a set of green. I loved the green, um, which is the most common color and the easiest to find, um, And which ones do you have? You have Bordello or do you have the, um, I have mostly Bordello. Um, but I do have a couple other pieces that some are unmarked, some are, um, you know, just made in Portugal. So, you know, I don't discriminate against the different brands, but (laughs) you have a girlfriend on the hunt for them. And I told her this morning, I said, you need to go check out happy hydrangea home. Yes. Send her my way. I will say though. Um, so like I said, I just started with the green and then like, I didn't even realize there were so many different colors. And this was about four or five years ago when I started collecting. Um, and of course I love color. I've got to have all different, different colors in my home. And so I was like, I wonder, I knew there was pink and I did research and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like every color of the rainbow. And so I started collecting all the different colors and I'll never forget like my first post I did of my, it was like my first flat lay of all my different colors a couple years ago. And everyone was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like a lot of people were like me. They didn't know there were so many different colors. I didn't. Um, and I'm the and color lady. I should know this stuff. Yes. Um, and I, but it's so hard to find. Well, um, when I think of you, that's exactly what I think of. I think of the cabbage plates. So when oh, I think well, of- that makes me so happy because I feel like that's kind of like one of my signature items. And it's one of my favorite collections in my own home. So I'm glad to hear that that's what you think of. Yeah, I do. I totally think of you with your cabbage plates. And of course, you know, you have the staffies and the blue and white and stuff, but that's what I think of when I think of you. And so I'm excited that you love them so much. So how many different colors do you have? Oh, goodness. Let's see. I've got, well, I've got the green, but there's a a dark green. There's also like a lighter lime green, Um, pink, yellow, 
I would say the green, pink, and yellow are probably some of the easiest to find. Now, the hardest is the lavender. Like, and I've got a couple pieces of lavender, um, but that one's really, really difficult to find. Uh, The blue, the sapphire blue. um, There's a really pretty coral, uh, like a burnt orange, a gold. Do people just give them to you too, knowing that you collect them? Oh no, no, I've, I've, <laughs> that's never happened to me. Um, I, well, I did have, I wish I was that lucky. I did have a student actually, cause I don't know if we got into this yet, but I was actually a first grade teacher, um, for eight years. So right. Girl. I had a student, um, that was traveling and her mom followed me and knew that I collected and she actually sent me a picture of these maroon uh, cabbage bowls and was like, would you like these? Um, and they were like such a steal. And I was like, yes, please. I'll Venmo you right now. So she brought those home for, for me. So, you know, people will find them and maybe ask me uh, if it's the color I want and they can are happy to, you know, I'll pay them back for them. Um, but I haven't been gifted any yet. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, well, maybe since your family is now getting into everything, Maybe they'll come across one or two, you know, just randomly and just ring up, you know, grab them for you. Yes. And, that, and that's the thing too. You. Oh, thank you. Yes. We got to manifest it. We have to manifest it. Okay. And also this was, oh, maybe two years ago, but at home had white, like a bright white. Yes. Yes. They're not I, this- I love the white too. It's just a nice, crisp. Mm-hmm. You can, and my favorite thing about them is you can mix and layer them with so many different types of dishes. Um, like right now, I've got mine on my Easter table. I've got the green and the lavender, and oh. then um, with these yeah. sweet little um, heron style bunny plates, and it just looks gorgeous. So I just love all the layering you can do with all the different colors. And then, of course, I mix in my blue willow. Uh, with the blue and white cabbage, it looks really pretty. So there's just so many options. And I know it's hard for a lot of people because, at least for me at the beginning, you know, I always want a set of four or six of a plate. Um, yeah. And now I'm realizing, you know, maybe I can have one or two of this color and one or two of this color and kind of mix it within your tablescape and your table setting. So, you know, I've kind of gotten over that idea that I have to have a full set because it, mm-hmm. you know, some of the colors are so hard to find. So you, you can mix, mix and match. Yes. And Lori Byrne from LB Originals, she's the one that first inspired me to mixing and matching with my China patterns because it's at the back in the olden days, you know, everything had to be perfectly matched, all the colors, all the platinum or gold or silver. If it was, it was either one or the other, it wasn't all the different things. And now we're doing so much pattern play that it's, it's just bringing everything alive again. Yes. And I'm so thankful for that because I absolutely love mixing all the colors and patterns. And it's just, it's so much more fun than just a standard, you know, one way to do something. There's just so many more options when you're willing to play and mix and make something beautiful. Yes. And the cabbage plates are especially fun for springtime. Oh, and yes. That's where yes. we're at. Have any in your shop right now? So right now, <clears throat> I know I have um, some white and yellow. Um, and the thing is, like, I've always technically got some available because of my own personal <laughs> collection. It just depends on how bad, just depends on how, how bad I'm, uh, how much, how bad someone wants them and, and what they're willing um, <laughs> to pay. And, you know, if I have any big bills coming up, I'm like, well. We'll have to get in the cabbage cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll have to get in the cabbage cabinet. And, okay. I really want this, so I guess I'll have to sell yes. this. <laughs> oh, man. I, I have my eye on this Gucci bag. guess we're going to have to sell some cabbage. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But speaking of dresses, I noticed that you and I shopped at the same place. You had on the blue and white dress from Belk. The crown. <gasps> yes. Oh, my goodness. They, Do you not love it? Yes. So I am five three, and I'm a size large, and I'm busty, and so it's difficult for me to feel comfortable wearing garments, you know, sure. dresses and stuff if they're not 
cut correctly. And in my job, you know, I'm bending over and holding paint chips and doing all these acrobatics to show people what their colors look like all over the place. So I need something that can be cute, but I can still work in and be modest, but not none, but I don't want to be a nun. And so, (laughs) but you don't want to spend an arm and a leg. So these crown and ivy dresses from Belk, they have pockets, they have ruffles. You can throw them in the park. Yes. Only buy them on sale. And you have a like it to know it, which has the link on it. Yes. Yes. I just started that. And it's so funny because I was like, I I told you I'm not very good at technology. I was like, I'm not going to be able to figure this out. But I feel like it's been so easy because people ask me all the time, you know, where did you get this dress? And it just makes it so easy to send them a link. They're able to find it. Um, And like you said, Belk always has these amazing sales, doorbuster prices. So I usually try to always post when I see it on sale so that, you know, everyone can go grab it because we don't have a belt here in Lexington, um, but Somerset, my hometown has one. And then there's one about 30 minutes away from here in Richmond. So I'll try to get down there, you know, every now and then because their dresses are just so affordable. Like you said, so easy to just throw on. They've got the pockets, they've got the ruffles. And I'm kind of like you, like I, size large, I've got a bigger chest. Uh, I'm a little bit taller though. I'm five, nine. So for me, it's also like the length <laughs> issue. Like I we'll be like Barbie that. and Skipper when we're next to each other. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and I just love the fit and style of all the crown and Ivy. It's so, I mean, it's, it's good quality. It's great price. So, and oh, they just yeah. came out with that, with a big blue and white line. Yes. The blue and white dress from Belk. I mean, I, last year I had a periwinkle one and probably like a light hot pink color and every time I wore them I got a million compliments and I thought this is nothing this is so easy to put on yes and they also I don't know if you saw they also have um like a really pretty blue and uh blue and white pattern with like pagodas on it yeah um, and a lot of different options on there I was very impressed so how do people find your like it to know it I have like a link tree in my bio so you can click there and then you'll see um, there's like a tab that says shop uh, fashion and home and that's where you click to find um, my like to know it because I have home items on there as well and this is from your Instagram and your Instagram is happy hydrangea home yes happy hydrangea home I want to make sure that we go ahead and put that in there so we don't forget how to tell people how to find you. It's Happy Hydrangea Home. And that's yes. on Instagram. Do you have a TikTok also? I do have a TikTok and it's the same, Happy Hydrangea Home. How did you come up with the name? Oh, so I have always just loved hydrangeas. You know, that's pretty obvious. Just the, the flower <laughs> is so gorgeous. Um, yes. And so I was thinking about a name and I wanted it to be something special we had had hydrangeas in our wedding. And then I started doing a little more research about the hydrangea. And I read that um, the hydrangea symbol- symbolizes gratitude and grace. And I thought, oh, my gosh, as a business owner, those are two of the things you need the most, gratitude and grace. And so wow. I was like, OK, that's got to be it. Love the hydrangea. Um, and then as far as, you know, I told you I was a teacher, I guess alliteration has always been really fun to me. Um, and so I was like, okay, hydrangea. And I was like, what about happy hydrangea? Um, because that's what I want my page to be. I want my page to be a happy place that's colorful and inspiring. I want people to come to my page and laugh and feel inspired and feel happy. And I feel like that's something I've created within my page. And, you know, I, my heart was so full the other day. Someone had messaged me and was like, I, I come to watch your reels every day, hoping for a new one because you always make me smile. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's all I want to hear. So that's kind of where the happy came from. So (laughs) are there pictures of your home? On your Instagram, is that what you do, all your flat lays and your photography? Yes. So all of the items that are for sale are in my home. Um, That's kind of, we have a spare room in our home right now that I just kind of set up as kind of a inventory slash photographing room. So that's where all of those photos are taken. I do share occasionally some photos of my home. Also my cats, I'm sure you've seen. I've got three cats. There, I've locked them out <laughs> during the interview because if I didn't, they would literally be like 
crawling all over me, meowing. Um, I actually think <laughs> oh they're scratching God. on the door right now. I can hear them out there. That's so um, funny. Okay, I have a cat named Presley. Anytime she hears the record button go on, she crawls in bed with me. And she's yes. like a on top of me. That is so funny. I swear, I think it's just like, because anytime I'm on the phone and they they hear your voice, I think they just want to be near you. I mean, mine will literally crawl on my shoulders and just sit on my back <laughs> if I'm if I'm talking or they hear my voice. Their cats are so funny. Do you have ragdolls? What kind of, I don't know if I've seen I do. Them. I have, so one is a ragdoll. Her name is Lucy. Uh, she's kind of the diva of the family because she, you know, she was an only child for a while. So she was used to getting all the attention before her sisters came in the picture. So Lucy's the rag doll. And then we have Honeybee, which was a rehome. Um, you know, we had a friend that couldn't uh, keep her anymore. So we took her in. She um, is like a big fluffy kind of Maine Coon style cat. Oh um, and then our youngest, Sassy, was a foster fail. So um, I had a friend um, that lived on a farm and, um, the cat had, had a litter of kittens and it, um, uh, was like an abnormally cold fall night and it was below freezing. And so a couple of them didn't make it. And then the mom like wouldn't, um, take care of Sassy, the last kitten left. And so I bottle fed her from like three days old and we weren't even sure if she was going to make it. Um, and I was just going to foster her, but I, there's just something like when you bottle feed a kitten and you have that bond, I was like, I'm not letting her go. Oh, I don't know if you've heard of the chom chom roller. No, but that thing has changed my life. I need it. I need a chom chom. It's, it's basically like a lint roller. That's the next level up. Like I'd use it on my couch. It's amazing. Okay. Do you have it on your locket to know it? You want to send me links? I don't, but I will. I need to add that because I swear <laughs> it's like one of those things that has changed my life. Okay. So I noticed something on your Instagram and can you explain it? Like rentals. Are you renting? Oh, options? yes. Actually, just last week was my very first rental. So it's something I've kind of thought about and, and played with the idea for a while, but I just wasn't sure if I would have enough interest. And I also wasn't sure if I had enough storage space just because, you know, you obviously have to store everything you're going to rent. Yeah. Um, but then I had a couple people reach out and I was like, you know, now that I'm doing this full time, I'm going to try it out. So last week was my first wedding. Um, I had the sweetest bride. She sent me some photos that turned out gorgeous. Aww. She wanted to do all the blue and white chinoiserie. So we did a couple of large vases for her flower arrangements and then a couple of ginger jars um, on each table. And it was just beautiful. It looks so pretty. I'm sure she was so excited. So how did that work? How did you do the rental? So basically, I just invited her over to my home. I had all of the inventory kind of set up so she could look. Um, we were in touch with her florist, getting measurements on, oh, we need a vase, so many vases that are this tall, so many jars that are this tall. So we kind of knew exactly what we needed. And then I just had her pick out her favorites. Um, I created like an inventory list to make sure I knew, you know, which one she wanted. And then I very carefully packed them all up with lots of bubble wrap um, and got these big totes with wheels on them um, so we could transport that to the venue and back. Um, and everything went really smoothly. I can't wait to see the pictures. Yes, I will definitely. I've, I've got a few that she just took, you know, on her iPhone. But once the photographer um, sends me some, I'm definitely going to share those to my page because I, I can't wait to see how the photos turn out. Now, did you do a pop-up at Draper James? I did. Yes, that was so fun. So I was actually um, in one of our local magazines, Tops and Lex, and we were kind of brainstorming where we wanted to do the, wanted to do the photo shoot. Um, and one of the girls suggested Draper James. So I went there, we did the photo shoot, and then I started talking to some of the girls um, that worked in the store. And they're like, you know, you, your style is very kind of on brand with Draper James. Yes. And our aesthetics are very similar. Would you like to do a pop-up shop? So, um, yeah, I took a couple of my favorite pieces and kind of set up a little shop in the store. And it was so fun. 
Draper James, you know, Reese Witherspoon is just everything. Yes. She's somebody that's on my, my husband and I have like this wish list of who would we, who would we invite to dinner? And she's definitely on my list to invite to dinner. Yes. She is just adorable. Like a sweet Southern girl. Yes. A, amazing style. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan too. I tell um, Nashville mom all the time, like, uh, uh, I need to come meet Reese. I need to come meet Reese. <laughs> Take me with you next time you go. Cause she is always running into her and doing all these things. So if you're ever wanting to go to Tennessee, make sure you follow the Nashville mom because we'll give you all the ins and outs. Oh yeah. I need to do that. I do. I want to go to Dollywood and I want to go, what is it? The graduate hotel. Nashville. Is what's the one that is like the, it's a Dolly Parton themed hotel. That's the graduate. Okay, is that the one you're talking about? Yes, ma'am. Oh, that would be awesome. so fun. Love it's, Dolly. Yes, it's pink and white. It's real colorful. It's pretty. The rooftop bar is, I at least want to stay there one night. Yes, oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> so we talked about all the storage options or not options in your home, how you have one room that you're just basically putting all your inventory in. And I already see the writing on the wall. Do you? Do you know what's to come? Because I already know what's coming. What's coming? <laughs> I have a beautiful storefront. <gasps> I knew you were going to say that. Um, it's, that's It's going to have to come because honestly, I am like busting at the seams of my home. I'm so um, excited for you. I'm excited. Yes. Um, but I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of a scaredy cat. I'm just, well, you know, I have my degree in elementary education, so I just feel like I have a lot to learn in the business world, you know, and even deciding just to do online full-time was such a leap of faith. Like, I was just very nervous about taking this on full-time, and I'm so, so grateful that things have been going well, um, but I think it's going to have to be, I think I've, I would love to open up a shop. You know, people ask me all the time, where are you? Lo I think people just assume that I have one because yeah. they'll message me and be like, where are you located? Can we come to your shop? And I do have a couple of booths. I have a booth, um, here at subject matter in Lexington. Um, but yeah, a shop would be so fun. I would love that because I mean, it's just, it's not ideal to have all this inventory in your home, even though it's beautiful items. It's just, you know, and we also don't have a basement. Um, I love our home. We just moved here about a year ago and it's got great space, but a basement would have just been so nice to kind of put all the inventory. So that part is hard and probably where I struggle most is just organizing the inventory. Lexington has such beautiful historic homes. Um, there's also like, I mean, new places popping up all the time with different shopping centers and things like that. But I think my style would be more like what you said, like an older small home kind of renovated and, mm -hmm. and turned into a little shop that feels, you know, kind of like that intimate homey vibe. Yes. Um, I mean, I can see it. You're standing outside. There's a porch. You have hydrangeas out front at least. Oh my gosh, I'm getting goosebumps again. <laughs> I mean, you have a front door and it, in the inside, it's decorated like a home, but all your merchandise. So the dining room is set up like a dining room, but you also have a china cabinet where people can shop out of, but it's set up like a home. Kind of just like a pretty estate sale. That's a boutique. Yes. Yes. Ooh, I love this. Right. But everything in there, except for like the bed and you know, yeah. the, like you said, if they, if the price is right, exactly. <laughs> you know who you should talk to. She's so nice. Her name is Ashley and she owns the shop. It's called a little happy shop. And okay. I just had her on the podcast and she tells her story about how she went from having depression to starting this boutique, not realizing that's what she was going to be doing in mm -hmm. the storefront and how that happened for her. And she could probably, really guide you through what she went through and, and, and give you some guidance. She's really kind. Oh, I'll definitely reach out to her. Cause like because I said, I just don't have, you know, the background knowledge of kind of all of the business aspects. You know, I like, I feel like I've got like the marketing down and the social media and the staging and the uh, designing and decorating. But as far as like the actual business, 
um, and owning a business and owning like a, a brick and mortar storefront um, just kind of scares me a little bit. Well, that's okay. Cause it should. And that's okay. Because then that means you're going to take it real seriously. It's not going to be flippant because yes. the open cost is going to be, and you just moved into a new house a year ago. And, and sometimes men like the idea to be their own. So your husband might come home one day and say, Oh my goodness, Mary Margaret, I have this wonderful idea. I just drove by and I saw an estate sale and I, they said that they're going to list the house for sale. And I think we should look at it for the forefront. You just never know. Yes. And he has been so supportive. Like he's honestly the reason that I kind of took the leap of faith. You know, I was kind of going back and forth on, do I want to go back to teaching um, and I think any teacher will tell you the past few years with COVID has just been yes. a real struggle. Um, and I was just having, you know, terrible anxiety. Um, and I think he just was kind of the reason, the encouragement I needed um, to kind of take that that next step and that leap of faith. And so he's been very supportive. Um, and I can definitely see him, you know, coming up with that idea and being very encouraging of a storefront, especially because I'm sure he doesn't, he doesn't probably like all the inventory that sometimes gets strewn around the whole house. So he well, would be happy to have it out. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I mean, and it may not happen, you know, in the next couple of years, but I do think it's on, I mean, I do think it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. I hope so. I, I think it would be, I think it would be a big blessing. Do you have an Etsy shop? I don't. You know, I started a Shopify um, and I did that for a little while, but I'm telling you, there's just something about a live Instagram sale that I feel like is so fun. You know, I kind of feel like it's like a party with my girlfriends, you know, we're, we're all together on our phones. They're, they're watching me post. Um, and it's just the excitement of like, seeing something you want and then kind of coming, everyone coming there at one time. And I'm sure it's frustrating sometimes too, you know, obviously if you don't get an item you want, but there's just something about that adrenaline rush and the excitement of everyone coming together for a live sale. Um, and it's kind of like a surprise. Like sometimes I'll throw in some items that weren't previewed. Um, so I just love the Instagram flash sales and I, you know, I think an Etsy shop or a Shopify might be nice to have, um, maybe for inventory that doesn't move as fast or, you know, something that I've been holding on to for a while. But for now, I think I'm just going to stick with the, with the flash sales because they're so fun. Well, also, if you don't have to have the overhead of putting, taking pictures of the item, listing it, paying for it to be listed, and then letting it sit there and then having to deal with, you know, printing and shipping through the app. I mean, you're, what you're doing economically is the best way to do it because your overhead is minimal. So it really is the correct way to do it when you're starting out because I know people say you have to spend money to make money, but when you're starting out, you're really trying to hold on to everything. Yes. And I'm a creature of habit. So like, you know, this is the way I've been, it'll be three years in July since I started um, and it's just the way I've always done it. So I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with it Yeah. and I kind of know what I, you know, I've, I've got the hang of it. I know what to do. Um, and when I started trying to do the Shopify stuff, it just didn't come natural to me. Um, but I do think a lot of people have success with it and it's something maybe I'll, I'll try again later, but for now I'm just very content and I feel like things are, are pretty successful with, um, the flash sales. So. so how do the flash sales work? Do you have a set schedule on when you post? Yes. So I do um, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then sometimes, you know, if I have a really fun, like curated collection or a theme, or if I just, you know, went to an estate sale and got a really good haul, maybe I'll do like a surprise sale, um, not on my normally scheduled Wednesday at 8 p.m., but I always do some type of like countdown in my stories or in my feed sharing um, what, what items are coming and when you can shop. And then once the sale starts, I just post the items to my feed and you claim by commenting sold or mine and then just message me your info and I get it packed and shipped. 
that's so funny because that's how we used to shop on Facebook when I would shop for classic children's clothes. Yes, yes. Buy sale trade groups and uh-huh. then sold and then our PayPal email address. And then yeah. they would squeeze us and we would pay it and then they would ship it. I mean, it was just like down to rocket science. It was yes. so much fun. That's exactly how it's how it works. Well, good. I know how to do that. So I'm going to have to start stalking your page. But <laughs> you like some items because I think I need to have two, I don't want to like cachet pots or planters for my mantle with boxwoods in it. And then oh, I want to put a yeah. So I'm on the hunt. And I saw your stuff this morning and I thought, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe those planters are too small. Maybe they're, maybe they're just right size. I'm looking. Well, and also, you know, anytime, a lot of times people will message me if they're looking for a specific item and I can go out and source for them. And then, you know, I don't even list it. I just sell it to them directly. So if people are ever looking for something or have their heart set on something they can't find, um, I definitely do some private private shopping as well that is music to my ears i'm <laughs> going to send you some clients that will be so easy yes i do i do design consulting and i'll do like a design board and i'll have items on there but if i know okay somebody will source it for them and i know you've got good taste so then i don't even have to babysit yes and and it's just nice because it can be hard to find something specific you're looking for. Like, and even for me, you know, and I, I'm sourcing online and, and out and about everyday sourcing. So it can be frustrating if you can't find something you're looking for. So I'm happy to help. Um, And I just love, you know, I get like emotional thinking about how special these pieces are. And I think it's just so important. Like, you know, I sold something last week to a lady um, and it was like these blue two a pair of blue butterfly. Um, they were candle holders, but you could use them um, for different things. But she had messaged me after she purchased and she was like, you don't know how special these are to me. Um, she had been pregnant with twins, twin boys, and had lost one. And so a blue butterfly has always been her symbol for the baby she lost. And it like made me so emotional because it's like, you know, these pieces, not only are they beautiful, but they tell stories and they are so special. And so when I can find an item that someone is looking for or that is special to them and send it to their home, it's like just the best feeling because I know that it's going somewhere where it's going to be cherished and treasured and have significant meaning. So we're going to change gears a little bit. I do this a little bit with all the podcast guests and we talk about the paint colors in their home or even the wallpaper. If you have it, do you happen to know any of the paint colors? Well, you know, I said we moved here about a year ago. I don't know. I want to say it's like, Right now, it's just a gray, which we do intend to paint. We just haven't got around to it yet. You've been a little busy. You just moved. <laughs> I know. Um, but I, I can tell you our old house was called uh, Perfect Grayish, which was which looks very similar to this. But I actually went, so the Southern Living Idea Home was in Kentucky last year, yeah. about an hour from Lexington. And I went there. And I like took note of all the, because they had like their paint, um, like they would have the names of the paint in each room. And I took note of those. So, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like thinking when we finally get around to painting, you're going to think I'm crazy because I said I was such a color girl, but I loved Cotton by Sherwin-Williams. It's just a classic crisp white. um, And because I have so much color in my decor, I feel like that would be good. Um, and then they also had, let me see if I can think of the name. I think it was called Leaflet by Sherwin-Williams and it's a gorgeous green. I feel like green is so popular right now. I know. I love making green. Yes. So I don't know my current paint colors, but I'm hoping, um, maybe to do some painting here in the future. And of course I love wallpaper right now. Yes. Right now we've got, um, in our like most of our home is just kind of like a light beige gray grayish color yeah. um, but our dining room has like this maroon ceiling and I'm like I can that's the first thing that's getting painted 
Well, I'm excited that you went to that Southern Living. Oh my gosh, it was a dream. I mean, I saw you on that swing outside. <gasps> oh yes, and it was so funny because like a lot of people, like I, I tried to make it obvious that it wasn't my home, and some people were like, "Is this your house?" I'm like, "Uh, no." I mean, it was just absolutely stunning. Oh, I bet it looked really pretty. I, I really liked all the things. Okay, so do you have anything that's coming up that we need to talk about? doing um actually like a master's golf theme sale so all things masters um i've got some really cute golf vintage decor um that this is probably one of my favorite collections that i've had in a while just because i've been collecting it for a while and i feel like people love some golf decor like it's just so classic and and traditional and I feel like it can really go in any home um, and then of course you know the golf lovers have it has a special place in their heart so I'm really excited for my master's it's a master's party sale so that's coming up um, and then I'm hoping to do a big cabbage drop once I can get source some more of those but like I said it's just been so hard to find um, and then another item that we didn't talk about that I feel like is kind of a signature on my page is the chinoiserie monkeys so the little bar monkeys that kind of hold the bowl yes have you seen so those cute. they're so cute i mean for another big item i'm hoping to do um a little uh monkey sale soon so one of my favorite brands that i've seen is the andrea by Sadik brand um some of them are also you know more the vintage ones um from from china are unmarked um but they're just, I mean, some people think they're kind of creepy, <laughs> but I just think they're so cute. And like, I'm look, I'm staring at one right now as we speak, because I've got it on my desk with my business cards in it. And I, I love how versatile they are. I've got my business cards in it. Um, people use them for hand soap in their bathroom, um, you know, wine corks on their bar, fruit on their uh, bar cart. So they just have so many little ways you can incorporate them in your decor. And I just think they're so cute. They're really cute. They have these really sweet faces. And I like the ones that are the teal color and the green and the pink and the purple. It's just, yes, they're real happy. But they, I mean, they're just getting hard to find too. Oh, I bet. Do you know Brooks from Collectible Brooks? We're, um, you know, friends on social media. I don't know her personally, like we've never met in person or anything, but, you know, we follow each other. We've uh, worked together in a couple of collab groups and a couple of giveaways. So we know each other through social media. She is wonderful. She is. She is a sweetheart. She's a pediatrician and she does all this stuff on the side. And I just think, when do you I know. I have no idea how she does it. I don't either. She just, well, she just needs to be busy. But she's, she's wonderful, and I'm actually going to go down uh, to San Antonio probably this summer, which is the worst time to go. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a friend, and we're going to take a little road trip and go down to San Antonio and go shop her store in person. Oh, fun. I've heard the sourcing in Texas is amazing. Well, I would love to take a trip there. And Round Top, I would love to go there. Well, come on down. We'll go. I, I mean, need to. I have a girlfriend that lives down there, and when we go to Round Top, we go about a week or two weeks before it actually opens up, and then you're not stuck with any parking fees. The real, the legit, serious sellers are always set up there, or they set up early, right? Because they can't set up. Oh yeah, they have to get there earlier to do it, and so you get to go and shop all the things before the crowds come and it gets hectic. Now and that's the way to do it. Yes. But also my friend, she knows all the little shops, all the little random holes in the walls that where the church retail store she works and she knows all the secrets. She lives in LaGrange. So if you come down, just let me know. We come stay at Janie's house. I know. Yes. You oh, we would have so much fun. That's the best way to do it is sorry. Go ahead. I said, Janie is really cool. So she's a fun, but if you go down there, at least hit me up because I'll go down there too. Yes. Oh, we would have so much fun, but that's the way to do it. Find someone that kind of knows all the little hidden, hidden gems and the holes in the wall. Yeah. It's the only way to do it really. 
I mean, stress-free. Because if you know somebody <laughs> that knows all the ins and outs, then it really helps you avoid stressors. And when you're traveling to a new state or a new location, you know, it's like the blind leading the blind. So it's exactly. Just, and the fact that she works at the church charity shop, I mean, you need to meet Janie. You need to meet her. She's fun. She's fun. She sounds so fun. I think we just need to take a trip. We'll all wear our crown and ivy, blue and white dresses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we we're going to probably get pretty sweaty in that Texas summer heat. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You Well, and, and just so you know, Round Top is two times a year. I think it's in April and October. Okay. Uh, fact check me on that. But it's, tw- I do know it's twice a year, but I think it's October in April or maybe March and October, but either way. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's huge. And you definitely, for you, you definitely want to shop uh, in the fields because that's yes. where you're a better deal. You're going to have to dig for your treasures. If you don't want to dig, you go inside, which if you had a storefront at round top, you would be inside because yours is all curated and all collected. Mm-hmm. You don't need to find it there. You need to go to state sales and yeah. Yeah, and I listen. I'm not above digging, and I've been to some, I've been to some holes in the wall where I've gotten myself into some curious situations. So I'm not afraid to do do a little digging and get my hands dirty to, because you know you can clean anything up. Yes. What is should we say? What was what was your most horrendous story of or habitat you or weirdest place you found it? Um, so there was one time we were, um, my husband and I were just driving, like, I don't even know where we were, just like a, kind of like a back street in Lexington. And we just see this like makeshift cardboard sign that said like garage sale. And I was like, oh my gosh, no. And he was like, come on, let's go. So we went in and it was like this old warehouse and I'm not kidding. I'm going to have to like share the photo when this comes out so people can see from floor to ceiling of like this double story warehouse was just stacked with like everything from like chinoiserie planters to washing machines. Mm. I mean, it was just like an old parts to cars. I mean, it was just the most random assortment. And like, we, it was kind of like a, a hazard. Like we were scared things were going to fall on us. Oh. Um, but I mean, I just got in there and I left with two really pretty planters and like a rattan um, bamboo style bar stool. And I was like, hey, I, I'm not, I'm not scared to get in here and dig. So. I know. But those, when you find a picker's paradise, so to speak, you do, you have to go, okay, what am I wearing? Do I have my crossbody <laughs> purse? Do I yes. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, sometimes you get back to your car and you feel really dirty. Yes. Oh, I always keep like hand wipes and sanitizer in my car. And it's so funny because like when I first started going to estate sales, I had no clue what I was doing. Like yeah. I didn't know I needed to get there an hour early. I didn't know that I should have a crossbody that's like right on my chest. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know that I should bring cash and have hand wipes and hand sanitizer and bubble wrap and boxes in the car ready to go. So it's just, it's fun to see kind of how I've learned and, and the tips and tricks I've been able to um, kind of implement that have helped me along the way. I've just learned so much as, as I've gone to more and more. Right. And you don't want to look like you have money. So you don't want to be carrying your Louis Vuitton and wearing your, all your jewelry and stuff. And you don't want to have a big purse either because exactly that'd be holding things. So yes. you really need, you need a crossbody to be hands-free and to also be safety. So people can't, not saying someone's going to steal from you, but you do need to, you're going to be busy, not paying attention. So it's just exactly. Easy. Yeah. So I like to have one that like comes right over, over my chest. It's just like, I know I can, I can see it. It's right there on me. I don't have to worry about, you know, my hands are free to grab all this stuff because you know, like things get taken from you, like not your personal things, but like things that you're planning on buying from estate sales. Like I had the worst experience one time. Um, cause you know, like at estate sales, when you walk in, they'll give you like the little stickers that say sold. So if it's a larger item, 
or your hands are full and you can't carry, you can just stick that sold sticker on there. And a lot of times they'll like create a little pile for you and they're like, just put everything in this pile. And then when you check out, we'll come here. Right. So I was at this fabulous estate sale. I mean, probably one of my favorite ones. Um, it was like um, the socialite of Lexington that lived in a really um, nice area and had a beautiful home and amazing decor. Um, and so she had had a pair of vintage tobacco leaf lamps. And for whatever reason, the estate sale company had put one on like the second floor and one in the basement and they were a matching pair, like identical. And so I had grabbed one and another lady had grabbed the other one. And so I thought, well, that's fine. I mean, which of course, like a pair of anything in the vintage world is like finding a unicorn. Like it's so hard to find a pair. Right. And so I was like, well, I'm at least going to hold on to this one. And so I'd put mine. Well, oh, and I forgot to mention, like at the time, neither of us knew that there was another lamp. Like we just saw one and grabbed it and we didn't know another one existed. And so I grabbed the one and I put it in my um, sale pile, put my name on it, put the sold sticker on it. Um, and then I went back to grab more things. And so like the living room was a whole wall of glass windows. So I'm looking out the window and I've got my arms full of stuff. The room's really crowded. And I just see this lady walking with two lamps in her arms and one of them's mine. And I was like, what? So I like ran outside and, you know, like I'm trying to like run a business in this town. So I'm not going to act like a fool. And it was like, you know, ma'am, that was in my sold pile. And she was like, well, it's a pair and I just paid for it. So now it's mine. <laughs> Oh, and I was like, okay. And of course I'm like, well, it's not worth me, you know, making a fool of myself. So you're like, the Lord is going to bless me with that. Well, and like listen, this is, this is exactly what happened. So that was over a year ago, two weeks ago. I swear this is like good karma. You, you just never know. Um, I was at another estate sale and I knew there was a pair here. It was a, the double happiness blue chinoiserie ginger jar lamps which I've been looking for for our guest room and so I'd seen the preview online I knew they had them so I get there I like searched the whole house couldn't find them so I asked one of the workers and she was like oh it's in the pool house which was like all the way across the backyard so I'm like running to the pool house I get up there um they're in the same room but on opposite sides of the room Oh, and no. so I'm holding one, another lady's holding the other one. And we just look at each other and we were like, uh, <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. You take it. And she was like, no, you take it. And that went on for probably five minutes, but eventually she was like, please have them. So yeah. I ended up buying the pair and it all worked out, but it's just, it just goes to show that good karma comes around and you just always be kind. Yes, always be kind. Listen, no, no, no vintage or antique is worth getting in a cat fight in the middle of the street. No, we <laughs> so as much as I wanted those tobacco leaf lamps, I just thought, you know, not worth it. And then my good karma was getting these this beautiful pair a couple weeks ago. And and tell me, and what was the pattern on those um on the do you want to on the me? ones that I that I didn't get or that I did get the ones that you did get the ones that I did get are um it's called double happiness yes. yeah I mean how ironic is that I mean if I mean can you read the signs I know I know the stars are aligning I mean I don't know what else and I'm looking at them right now because I'm in my guest room so I've got the pair um in here and they just look so pretty and I wish I regret not asking the lady like her name or I, I'm, and I've always wondered like I wonder if she follows me on Instagram or anything um, because I, I would love to I would love to thank her because it was just it was so refreshing and nice to to see so or to have that interaction with someone that was so kind and of course you know I was saying you take them too but eventually she was like please take them we'll meet friends when you go out there shopping and stuff um, it's so funny because sometimes people will come. I feel like sometimes people are nervous to say anything to me. 
um, which I wish they wouldn't be. I'm always happy, you know, to meet anyone that follows me. I'm just so grateful that they do. Um, but I was in a thrift store the other day and this lady like kept walking, like kind of circling me and I just smiled at her and she was like, are you happy hydrangea? Oh. And I was like, yes. And she was like, I follow you and I love your page. Um, and you know, that's happened a couple different times when I'm out sourcing, they'll be like, we follow you. Um, but it's just funny because then she messaged me later and she was like, I'm sorry if I was awkward. I was just really nervous. And I was like, I don't want anyone to ever feel like that. Like, I promise you can, you can say hi to me and I'll be nice. I think you can actually makes my day. So yeah, I think you come across really warm and on, on social media, on Instagram, there's nothing cold on that page about you. You feel, you feel very warm and fuzzy. Well, thank you. No, I don't know if you want to feel you want to. Come well, I do. I do. I think I think that's nice. I want people to feel comfortable and happy, um, on or comfortable to you know say something to me or reach out to me, send me messages, you know, and with questions yeah. or anything like that. Like I am an open book. I'm happy to help in any way. I want to be approachable. Right. Well, I was going to say, because I just reached out to you and said, hey, I'm Faith. I found you. I'm going to be following <laughs> you. I'm going to get to know you. And I hope if we're a good fit, we'll have you on the podcast. And you were very gracious. I mean, I haven't been following you a long, long time. And you were most gracious with me. I don't I don't think you were a referral. I think it just um, ran- I think... Well, I think you had messaged me a while back and it was like one of those things where it kind of went to that folder where you don't see it. Right. And then I want to say, um, styling brunette was the one. Oh. Is that, does that sound right? Styling brunette. Yes. She's so good at connecting people. She might've been the one to tell me about you. She may have been because I think I've, um, partnered up with her for a giveaway and I think maybe you had seen the giveaway or something and you were like, will you tell her to check her messages? Yes, that's right. That is right. Cause, um, I've had Christelle on the podcast and she's, she lives in San Antonio. Her and Brooks are friends and they go be bopping around together. And so, yes, I did. I told, told Christelle, tell her, tell her check her messages. Yes. I, and I, and you did. Yeah, I did. That's right. Because sometimes like I'm telling you, like, and I know I'm not the only one that gets a lot of messages and I'm not trying to complain about getting messages but sometimes it just I get so many that go to that folder that's like hidden that I kind of forget to check it well also that folder and I don't know if everybody listening will understand this but we're talking about Instagram and when you get a message on Instagram that you are not friendly with that you've not had a relationship building with it's not going to go to your regular message folder it's going to go to the others folder the junk folder and nine times out of 10, it is filled with SEO marketing crap, really. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you've got to be careful on Instagram now because there are so many like ways to get hacked. Like people will send you a link and be like, I got, I got one last week and they were like, I'm um, in a competition and would love your vote. Click this link or, you know, just all this different spam stuff that can get your account hacked and it's kind of scary. Yes. Yeah. It, that's exactly true. Cause I've, well, there's been several girls that have gotten their accounts hacked. Mm-hmm. On, so you have to be really careful. So a lot of times I won't even open the messages. I'll see the first few, you know, words and you automatically just delete, 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 yes. delete, delete and keep it really clean. So I'm so grateful that you checked your message. Yes. And I mean, obviously, like when I saw your profile, I was like, okay, we have like mutual people we follow. She's legit. I don't have to worry. (laughs) She's normal. (laughs) She's normal. Yeah. I'm pretty easy to track. I mean, I've been a creative for a very long time. So if, if you Google one thing or another about me, you'll find it. So I don't know if that's bad. I knew I, I knew I would be in good hands. Yeah, you're in good hands. People shop with you. So to shop, um, I do my weekly flash sales Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So that's every Wednesday night. You just come to my Instagram page, 
scroll through, I list items one by one live, um, and then you can comment to claim an item. And then every now and then, you know, if I have a special collection or just a little surprise sale, just watch for my stories or in my feed and I might list, you know, maybe we're going to do a, a surprise Sunday sale. Um, but you can guarantee that every Wednesday I'll have a sale at 8 p.m. where you can comment uh, to purchase there. And then you just pay either Venmo or PayPal or Zelle. Um, I've even had some of my clients that don't have um, those type of payments even ask if they can mail me a check, which I'm happy to work with you if, if that's the kind of payment um, you need. So <laughs> yeah, right there on Instagram. That's right. We'll make sure the check clears before we ship the item. Oh, exactly. I was like, it'll be a few weeks because I'm going to make sure this goes through. Right, exactly. Well, thank you. Also, um, another way that you can kind of connect, because I do share other um, home decor items that I have that can be purchased, like, from Like to Know It. And then, of course, you know, my dresses and clothing and things like that are also linked on my Like to Know It in my profile. Right, which is Happy Hydrangea Home on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, that is it. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Mary Margaret. Thank you so much, Faith. It has been so fun. My first official podcast yes. in the books. Yes. Girl, you did great. And I'm really excited for you. And congratulations on the newspaper article. That is great. Thank you. That was just kind of a whirlwind, like definitely a pinch me moment. That was a little God wink. Yes. So, so grateful for that experience. Yes. Well, we'll keep an eye out for you and let me know when you do launch that shop, even if it's years from now, because I will put myself on an airplane. Yes. And, and you're going to have to come down here and help me pick some paint colors. Oh, that would be so much fun. Yes. We would have a blast. <laughs> then we'll do a little shopping. Oh my goodness. We'll go to state sales or something. Yes. I'll probably have um, my handler in tow, Jessica. She's my partner in crime for all my shopping. Oh, yes. You definitely have to have one of those. Yeah. We, yeah, we handle each other. I, I would, <laughs> would say it's probably iron sharp, sharpening iron. Kind hey, of that's okay. <laughs> as long as you're having fun, you got to have a shopping buddy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, um, Thanks again. It was good talking to you. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. I've loved uh, getting to chat with you and learn a little bit more about you too. <laughs> Talk soon. Hey y'all, it's Faith. It dawned on me that you guys might be interested in a color consultation and you don't even know where to begin. So if you are thinking about painting your house or your business and you just feel a little overwhelmed or you need some direction or you just need somebody to say, yes, you are right on track. Go ahead and reach out to me. I am the color expert. I help people pick paint colors for interiors and exteriors for commercial and residential property. I charge currently $150 an hour and I take Venmo if we're doing it virtually. So you can reach me at bluebonnethome at outlook.com and schedule your color consultation with Faith today.